Bienvenue à l'Hôtel Le Plaza, Bruxelles. Podcast. Hi everyone, David here from HR Meetup, live from the Plaza Hotel, which accompanies us every month. Now we have some uh, not so newcomers, of course, because we already had an interview in the past with GCI. But um, there are there's one special guest, of course, that we, we don't know yet. Uh, but all listeners will find out later in the interview because we begin with Camille. I'll let you introduce yourself, a short introduction. And then, uh, yeah, just introduce yourself for all listeners. Sure. Well, thanks, David, for having us once again. It's a pleasure to be here uh, with you guys and chatting about uh, our project and our organization. Uh, my name is Kamil Muruz. I'm an engineer by profession. And in my hobby time, in my free time, I love to volunteer. So I volunteer with JCI Toe, uh, which is the organization that I'm part of. I'm Polish-Canadian, live in Brussels now, and, uh, and aim to stick around for as uh, long as I can foresee. <laughs> Now, of course, um, for the people that haven't listened to the, the interview yet, shame on you, of course. Um, just in short, what is GCI? Sure. So JCI is what the acronym stands for is Junior Chamber International. It's a non-for-profit uh, volunteer organization, uh, which is uh, really a network of young professionals, students, people from all around the world that aim to create positive change within their community. So people like me, like Magali, like Laura, who are professionals in their full time. But then when we, uh, when we have an idea to help, let's say, the community, young people or something, we get together. We make that idea happen by applying project management skills, by applying whatever we know to make something happen, to, to go from like, you know, uh, an idea to actually a volunteer project. And we do that, you know, non-for-profit without any pay. And that's the type of uh, thing that we enjoy. That's what the organization really stands for. And that's, of course, the passion that talks. That's right, yeah. If, if, if we you're doing something voluntarily without any pay, it's the passion that pays. Yeah, I think it, the passion is what keeps us going because, <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of times after work, after eight, you know, to 12 hour days, sometimes even more, without any passion to continue working and doing volunteer stuff uh, in our free time, uh, it definitely wouldn't happen. So you're right. Passion is our fuel. Passion <laughs> is our is, blood. It's your drive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's not not yet the, the, the hybrid drive, but... <laughs> uh, we're, no, no, not yet. It's the, the pure raw fuel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, of course, uh, last time we talked, we talked about uh, a big event that was coming up. How did it go? How are the reactions? Yeah, yeah. So in the spirit of volunteer work, uh, just to, to take it back a bit for the guys that didn't hear the last podcast... We organized an event, in fact, a project uh, to help young people here in Brussels. So it was uh, a project bringing together people from our professional and personal networks to actually help and mentor and advise young unemployed youth, recent graduates or people struggling for a job. It was, in fact, the third edition of the event because the original event happened in 2012. It was a scaled-down version of what happened in November 2013. But just to, to give you uh, an idea of what happened, it was, uh, it was, it was quite large. Huh? We had uh, 450 young people without jobs or looking for direction in life come and 
be mentored, be helped by actual HR professionals who volunteered to give their time and energy and everything to help these young people in these difficult times. And uh, we had a message from the, the Prime Minister of Belgium uh, supporting and recognizing the effort. We had a member of European Parliament also support the cause. And we had uh, just an army of volunteers, really an army. If you, if you look at the project in its entirety, I think there was about 150 to 200 bona, pure bona fide volunteers, including the organizing committee, including student volunteers, including all of the CV assessors, the HR professionals that came, that normally like an HR professional, it, it, that senior to mid-level is quite expensive if you look at it from the sheer daily rate. You know, but they came for free, they came on a Saturday morning, they just believed in what we do and, and came out to support this cause, which at, at heart was aiming to tackle youth unemployment in the city. Uh, so yeah, 200 volunteers, great speakers, great CV assessors, great, great environment, great feedback. And uh, in addition to that, we also did a, a leadership summit on that same weekend. That leadership summit was a bit different in scope. It was more like the, the, the first phase of an international project that we were starting an international campaign to, in addition to help tackle youth unemployment on a local level, to now start going on like a European level to not only work locally, but work Euro on a European wide scale with local leaders that share the same values, ideas, uh, mission yeah, we, as We GCI. talked about it in the, the previous interview. I remember that uh, we're talking about setting up the same, like say organization, a voluntary organization in different countries. Now, of course, this is the perfect occasion uh, to let us introduce uh, the two lovely ladies who are accompanying us here in this interview. Of course, we know already Magali. Hi, yes. Um, thanks, David, for having us today. Um, we are really glad to be here. Um, maybe I, I will be talking about the campaign and Laura, who is here too, and she will introduce herself. Uh, we talk about the next event who will take place in, uh, in Brussels. Now, of course, for Laura, it's a, it's a complete new, uh, it's our first uh, acquaintance, it's our first uh, time we get acquainted. And uh, as, as we were discussing before uh, the interview, uh, it will be done with music, so she can uh, enjoy herself during this interview. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> now, of course, um, yeah, we, we'll, we'll put on the, the direct step, of course, uh, with the international uh, plans you guys have. And you're leading the, the, the yes. effort, the campaign? So, yeah, Magali is speaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the role uh, I will uh, be having this year is to lead the EU campaign. So just like Camille said, we had this leadership summit last year. And all of those guys who attended the leadership summit were really inspired by, by the the best practices we, we taught them, they were inspired by the issue because obviously that's a common issue in every single EU country. So those guys have gone back to their countries and now we are really activating them so that, so that they will organize the event for their local communities. So the idea is really for them to see how Brussels did, but then really apply it to the, to, to the local market needs. So for example, I can already mention a few cities and countries we have. So Riga uh, is really aiming at uh, developing the event at the same time as Brussels. Those guys are really highly motivated. We have uh, UK, Vienna, I, I won't go through all the, the cities we have identified, but basically it's really like uh, uh, 
a widespread uh, campaign that we are doing now. And this will kick off on the 9th of May, but the idea is really to spread the action and have different cities where where there's the need, the, action, the event will take place and and we'll be there to support all those country managers who will be organizing the events. And uh, how are the, because you know, like you said, uh, of course, it depends a bit on, on uh, the participation, of course. Um, do you get a lot of uh, questions to, to get the startup? Because I think I can presume you're handling, uh, like say, from a far distance, uh, how they will be setting up, how the best uh, practice uh, tips and, 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 and tricks, let's say like that, uh, to get things going? Well, we, we have a really, really strong and nice team here in Brussels. So people have, have uh, stayed with us and they know how it works. And we are basically building a package to support those country managers, to help them organize the event in their countries, giving them best advice, uh, tools, any template materials we can share with them to help them organize the event. Then, of course, the local knowledge and applying it to their markets, they, they will be the one doing that because we we have to stay humble. Huh? We can't know what the reality is for, Riga, for people in Riga, for example. But we are really going to be um, a, a coordination team, uh, providing them with all those materials we can that will help them, basically. Um, is everything going to be let's say, um, centralized in, in one website? Or is it going to be yes. one website per... Yes, we'll have... Just practical, of course, but... Yeah, um, yeah. We, we will come back to you with that, but the idea is really to have EU campaign website, and then all of those countries will provide them with a website. The same template is just going to be cloning the website, and then they will put their own program, their own, you know, branding materials and stuff like that. Okay, but just yes. to, to get uh, the overall view, let's say, like that, uh, it's always is fun and always comes in handy to see that uh, a project that started just out here in Brussels gets that international attention, of course. Now, of course, we are... We've been talking to two persons now, but there's a third person here next to me. Um, and of course, uh, she's new to the mic, so I'll let her introduce herself completely now. Hello, so I'm Laura Gimnez. Uh, I joined the project of Your Future in Brussels last year for the previous event. And otherwise, in the other time I have during my days, I'm an engineer uh, in biotechnology. I work for a pharmaceutical company. Uh, and I'm going to lead the organization of the next uh, edition of Your Future in Brussels, uh, which will take place in May this year, the 10th of May. Uh, so we are going to repeat uh, what we've already done uh, with a lot of success, uh, apply the same recipe, basically. Um, we are expecting this time to have around 300 people coming again for uh, nice inspirational talks, for workshops, for CV assessment, uh, to get practical tips for their job application. Now, of course, um, for our listeners that are new to the concept, um, do they have to subscribe somewhere to let them know they're coming or? Yes, so there will be a registration open on the website. Uh, we're going to launch that as soon as possible. It's still, um, in, you know, in the phase of being put in place at the moment. Okay. But we'll let you know as soon as the registrations are open. Okay, so we'll, uh, we'll also put it on our Facebook page and all social media, of course, uh, to invite all those young people to check in, to register and pass by the event, of course. So it was the 10th of May. 10th of May. And we have uh, a new 
um, a new event this year on top of the regular Your Future in Brussels. So we have uh, strong and historic partners now uh, from uh, the Brussels Chamber of Commerce, BESI. Uh, we are going to organize a job fair. Oh, okay. Uh, in addition to your future, so it will be followed, you know, like the the week after your future, we will have this uh, your future recruitment day, uh, where people who got all the advices for the application, then they can go and really apply uh, for they can for positions directly and directly progress everything yeah. in, in. So they have one week to reassess their their resume and to just get out and, and get the job they want. Exactly, that's the idea. That's going to be exciting for you guys. Yeah, exactly, because uh, I think that's a, a wonderful sort of last step because where we've been strong and where we've been able to offer a solution is uh, the personal development side and the professional development side. So professionals like ourselves and bringing together our networks and also our experiences and, and sharing them with the young people in this event. But what traditionally we couldn't really give to the young people, it's a job in the end. And that's, uh, I think, an advice and a feedback that has continued, continually see resurfaced. So this year, like Laura said, we've been able to partner with Bessie, JCI Toe, and uh, they, because of their, their outreach and work with actual companies who are staffing, uh, we've been, been able to put together a business case whereby we can actually, you know, show that these unemployed youth that we're helping with these advices, tips, personal development, have been trained at our event, have been um, like uh, motivated, have received training on personality type or on, on, on just basic feedback on their CV. And in fact, it's something that a company would like to see. Not only some young person that is applying, but a young person that shows motivation and that shows um, initiative and has already sort of uh, taking the small steps to personal development. So I think that's that's really cool. That's really closing the loop when you talk about yeah. youth unemployment. We go from the youth that is unemployed to then being trained, being advised, finding a network, being mentored at the Your Future in Brussels event, and then closing the loop with actually partnering, partnering with such an organization that can offer an interview. And, already and perhaps that afterwards, prepared. when they've got the job, they can just pass by uh, the new events and yeah. talk about their experience from GCI. Uh, that would be... <laughs> that, that would be really closing <laughs> the loop. <laughs> that would make me so happy because what we do at the end of the day is we serve as role models. We are people that see a social need that needs to be at attacked, needs to be solved. Here is the case of youth unemployment. And we try to act as role models to lead so that people also take on that challenge that's once we took on. And if we show, if we lead by example, if we show these young people that not only can you get a job, but you can help others get a job, help your peers, help your fellow young people, take this project, do it at home, or if you get a job, then serve as the next leaders driving such an initiative, then that makes it really inspiring and it makes it uh, an event that uh, so sustainable, or? sustainable, but that really acts as a as a role model for how society should be: caring for the other, caring for the next generation, and hoping and sharing that, their passion. Yeah, sharing that passion <laughs> and hoping that you that leadership is then emulated by those people who who've participated or who've directly benefited and been touched by that project. So, if they come back like that, from young unemployed youth to a leader of the the initiative, 
I would be so happy to shake that person's hand and say, you know, I can retire from JCI <laughs> when there's people like that. But <laughs> retiring, retiring at the age of 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But If uh, I can jump on that, yeah. we actually have people who came back. There are some people attended the event last year and they actually come back to volunteer because they found not only that it was helping them, but they found that the cause was right and they felt they wanted to fight for it together with us. So they joined us and now they are volunteers within GCI too. That's, of course, uh, the best recognition you can have. Um, now of course, I see we're only at 16 minutes, but uh, just, uh, just a quick question. Uh, for the companies that also want to participate in the job fair, is there still any openings for companies to uh, pass by the job fair and offer uh, different staffing? Or Yeah, for, for sure. That's definitely uh, uh, the, like the offer is on the table. Uh, in fact, we're still in the preliminary phases with the partner to okay. set up uh, the details. So right now we're just uh, starting up the, the logistics, who's doing what. Um, and so, in fact, uh, there is a lot of opportunity for companies to reach out, get in touch with us as JCI Toll or Bessie. And uh, if you're interested in helping this cause, uh, joining this project, whereby you can benefit yourself by finding, I think, top talents. Because although they're unemployed, these guys, if you saw some of the CVs that we see, uh, you would be surprised that they're unemployed. You know, and there are people that, that, that can really offer value to companies. So if, if companies are listening to this, get in touch with us. Okay. Uh, Just for the, for the record, the website is? Uh, www.jcitoe.com. Okay, so everyone can just check out the website and contact you today. Yeah, just get in touch with uh, any of us. Get in touch with Magali if you're interested in uh, doing a European project somewhere in a different country. Get in touch with Laura if you're interested in getting uh, active, let's say as a volunteer, joining her team or um, as a CV assessor or as a speaker or as any way you can help, just get in touch with us. We're, we're nice. We don't bite. <laughs> we're friendly. Not yet, of course. After <laughs> the interview, perhaps uh, the sandwiches that we have here. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> now, of course, thanks for uh, making time for this interview. Um, and I'm sure we'll hear each other very soon again. Thank, Thank you, you, David. Thank you, David. Thank you, guys.